You're listening to the Rebel Scum Podcast. You are always scum. Rebel Scum. From odds making to list rankings, we've got you covered. And don't forget to join us on Patreon for early access and exclusive content. Here are your hosts, Brock and James. 195. We're old. Uh, These guys are slightly older than me, but we're all still pretty old. I'm Andrew Fantasia. What's up? That's right. It's not just us two. It's this goof. Oh, side side scroller. Yeah, that's a book. Side splitter. This isn't a book. It's a brick. Super, super uh, spreader. (laughs) It is a brick. It if is, I was yeah. working for Disney Plus, the show would be called The Brick of Boba Fett. <laughs> this would be uh, 12 seasons right here. Long. This is our 195th episode, guys. Wow. And it's our Christmas. Christmas. It's our Christmas special. Oh, the weather outside was hoffy. And Andrew was feeling frothy. Somebody save me here. What do we <laughs> I'll see you in hell. See this shape. <laughs> The sheep. The ship top go five. Down. <laughs> top five snow planets in Star Wars. I'll go first. Star Killer, Hoth. Uh, you got this. You got this. Are there crate, five? Even though it's salt. Oh, crate salt. Andrew, are there five? Uh, Star Killer. Uh, oh yeah. Star no, Killer, no, no. Bespin. What's that one in the Rise of Skywalker with? Uh, that's punk. Where were you? Oh, punk. Kajimi. Yeah, yeah, Jimmy, that's yeah, a snow Jimmy. planet. Okay, that's like um, the like 1800s England snow planet. 1800s Ilium. England. That might be my favorite snow planet. Uh, Ilum and uh, that spider planet. Yeah, from but if chapter. Yeah, that was but one. is Ilum Star Killer Base? Oh shoot! Yeah, you're absolutely right. It is Star Killer Base. Is it really? Like, uh, is okay. that is that confirmed? It is. It is yeah. How did how where was it confirmed? Oh, I missed yeah. this. When was it confirmed? Is it confirmed in the game? Yeah. You can ruin It's been a year. I'm not that. Uh... It's, yeah. Okay, it's confirmed in the game. Great, great. That's great. That's great. Jingle bells. Jingle bells. Jingle all the way. Oh, hey. Brock's here. Hi, Brock. It's like. <laughs> Hi. It's the old Andy Williams style. Do you know what would be fun? <laughs> We're going to do something for Barry Brophy in a little bit. And Andrew has an idea to talk about. Well, we should cast Star Wars characters in Charles Dickens' Christmas Carol. Oh, my God. Yes. Ghost of Christmas <laughs> present, Jabba the Hutt. Who would be Scrooge? Oh, yeah. Um, Vader or Anakin. Oh, <laughs> Anakin. And then the Emperor would be Jacob Morley. Oh, yeah. Or, no, wait, what am I saying? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's so many ghosts in Star Wars to begin uh, with. That's true. I feel like a good Scrooge would be somebody like... Somebody like Lando, who when we meet him, he's sort of just in it for himself. Mm-hmm. But then once we're done with him, we're like, we love this guy. I hate to say it, though. Palpatine would be a good thing, even though he never becomes good. But then Bob Krat- hate or uh, Anakin as... Bob Cratchit, and then Padme as the wife, and then Luke and Leia are already right there. You got <laughs> and then it. you can make you can make uh, what's his face uh, Ben Solo, Tiny Tim. Tiny ben. <laughs> God and bless us more, everyone. Yeah, <laughs> but I do. Yeah, Jabba's the ghost of Christmas present. <laughs> Baby Yoda, the ghost of Christmas uh, past. 
Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And I, he actually is this, in the book. If you've read it, the Ghost Christmas is described as like old but very young, which is yeah, Baby Yoda yeah. to a T. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. Mando would be um, his nephew Fred. Yeah, that works. I don't know but, why. Okay, so Palpatine looks like the Ghost of Christmas Future. So if he's Scrooge, oh yeah, he's playing, wait, he's playing Christmas Future. Who else is left? Obi Wan. Ooh. Obi Wan. Yeah. Or the Acolyte from the new Acolyte show. Have you guys seen the footage from that? I was invited to a Lucasfilm screening. Oh. It was fantastic. Yeah. It was... <laughs> I can't tell you how excited I am for that for that show. And uh got ten shows coming. Book of Boba Fett. This is Wednesday, December twenty third, the Christmas show. It's not the twenty first. The Boba Fett show was announced on Monday on Good Morning America. Did either one of you guys watch that Good Morning America? <laughs> no, that's what we have the internet for. <laughs> I was working. I was actually, I had to go into work that day, so I didn't get to watch it. Andrew, did you watch it? There's that Good Morning America? Yeah. Mm, no, I, I didn't watch it. Um, I saw the logo. I like the logo. Uh, did they release the final character poster? Because I think that happens Mondays. Yeah, yeah, no. Uh, so as of this recording, which was clearly on a monday we did not get it from what i could tell. i'm looking right now and i think i'm okay with that because if it is who if it is you know the big one just in case somebody wasn't able to see it like i don't know does phil Staniforth over in asia has he been able to see I don't, yet seen, or no? I don't know if he's seen this one yet um okay so anyway, well, yeah, it, that's, that's not a thing. So obviously the big news is the book of Boba Fett is coming to us in December 2021, starring Tamara Morrison, Ming-Na Wen, uh, and executive produced by John Favreau, Dave Filoni, and Robert Rodriguez. The other big piece of news, though, is that The Mandalorian Season 3 will be 2022, I think. So they're, sh- they're shooting Boba Fett now. They're in pre-production for Mando Season 3, and apparently uh, they will start production on Mando Season 3 uh, immediately following whatever that means, uh, the book of Boba Fett. So what do you guys make of that news? Yeah, I like that. I mean, the they're both, you know, from what we heard, they're both supposedly coming out December 2021. That was the first sort of thing of news we heard. But if it's going to be like you get your Boba Fett show for – eight weeks and then when that's done you get your mando show like january 2022 like immediately after i can dig that especially if one thing leads to another mm-hmm. you know yeah so, yeah like i like the idea of them shooting somewhat close together so uh, i don't know yeah i'm i, I just want more content yeah <laughs> i've been saying that for months like <laughs> so the one thing for I me mean, that gets me super excited, Brock, sorry, is when we did our top five before, it's the fact that it's Favreau and Filoni working on these yeah. three or four shows. Like, that's what I like. The continuity. Sorry, continue. No, no, that was it. I wasn't saying it. <laughs> so, show's yeah, over! So, yeah, How like, really, like, think... Sorry, go ahead, Brock. <laughs> like, a Filoni, like, I don't know if he actually wants to direct anything specific outside of that world, but, like, I think he should just be a consultant on every single project they do. <laughs> Yeah, I, think, I think he found a niche. Yeah, and I think whatever they're doing now, especially on Disney Plus, is you've got to, you know, this is your formula now, and it's working very well. And 
I've always thought, and I, you know, you guys know, we thought this with the the spinoff movies. These things should all, at some level, connect. Even the Acolyte movie should. I don't know what, obviously, because I don't know what it's about. But there should be something in the Acolyte movie where you're like, oh yeah, that piece of in that that twelfth episode yeah. of the Mandalorian, Frog Lady, like something um, t- doesn't have to like drive the story, but you have to see because it because the one thing, and I know people get mad, but it's the same galaxy, right? So yeah. if you're 400 years in the past, a thousand years in the future, it's all history, right? Like we're everything we do is because of what came before, and we're setting up what's going to come after. And I think Star Wars has to be treated that way. And that's the one thing that I think Mandalorian has done, honestly, the best since Rebels. To like to be honest, and the one common denominator is Dave Filoni. Yeah, for me, the. The concept of connection can be something as small as just a planet, man. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. uh, take Grogu to the top of this mountain on Tython. Oh, yeah, that's from the Dr. Aphra comic. Boom. It's already that much better. Yeah. Like, little things like that. That's all you need. Yep. Yeah, like, what are Zeb, Zeb from Rebels? Like, what what is his race called? Oh, it's, um, he's it. They're in the um, episode, f- chapter 15. They're in uh, chapter 15 of The Mandalorian. Um, in the background of Bill Burr's opening scene, you can see one in the background. Oh, no wow. way, really? Yeah, don't lie up. about that. I'm not, I'm not. I saw it on my, <laughs> like, my second viewing after after Rebels, like, or what well, the thing in Rebels was like, his race is basically like taken off the face of the galaxy because of the Emperor Empire. So, like, it would be cool to see more of the Lasat in like yeah. a high republic. We got it a little bit in uh in order and i was like yeah i'm all in because <laughs> you need to like to get to their planet you got to make like a left turn through albuquerque and go through like this nebula. <laughs> yeah, aren't they... like it's not easy to get there yeah because rebels even rebels they make it seem like it's difficult to get to yeah but anyway if you look closer you can see one in the background just kind of maybe that's that wow, we don't really? know who knows yeah yeah <laughs> uh, oh, really cool things but anyway mando season three is book before we get into the Mando season three do you guys have any expectations of Book of Boba Fett? What it could be about? What you don't want it to be about? I think, and this will make you very excited, Brock. I think it's like a sure bet we got Bosk. <laughs> <laughs> and then, then the Book of Bosk comes out season the next year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like it would be cool to see where like Dengar, Bosk, or maybe like Forlom and I, uh, well, IG88, we kind of... That do they rewrite IG eighty eight? Because uh, is he destroyed in Shadow of the Empire? You fight him in the video game, and I know he's in the book. But I can't remember. Does he get destroyed at some point? On oh, the video game, you beat the crap out of him. Yeah, he's all. Yeah. Up. I can't remember. I I I will say I know they didn't use him because of because of legends and they're like because Filoni said you know people like to take that so they took a droid you knew and renamed him, but now. I, get, I think I brought this up uh, either on a show that hasn't <laughs> gone up yet or something we've recorded before. I don't remember. <laughs> but I think now they've earned their stripes. They've earned their badges where they could bring IG-88. Which one is the one? <laughs> I'm getting the IGs confused. They could bring him in now and do whatever they want with that character. And and not worry about the legends anymore because I think they've yeah. earned their keep and they've earned the, the respect yeah. of the fans and the fans of IG-88 that they can bring him in and do something else with them at this point. This might be a stupid question because maybe droids don't work this way, but are we supposed to assume now that every IG droid sounds like 
like has Taika's voice? I wouldn't, because C three PO, all the those type of droids, the uh, yeah, they, yeah, they don't all sound right. like him. So um, it's a good. It's not, I don't think it's a dumb question though, because I could be wrong. <laughs> but do all the K two droids sound like Alan Tudyk? That's what I was trying to think, and I don't think we hear another one no. talk. They just kind of go. Everything. I hope we get more in Andor. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. That'd be fun. And we'll, um, they have. I don't know if it's just like they wanted to make K two stand out, but K two had like this yellow thing on his arm, and the one that he punches out had a red one. So I don't know if there's huh. different meanings to that, or if they're just like, yeah, let's visually tell the audience which one is K two. That's a good question. I hope we get a K two droid in in a Mandalorian suit, like a, because it's not that far removed from yeah. Rogue One, right? So I, it would be nice to have that little. Did we get one in? Season? No, I don't think we did. Like they've been nice to it. They've been so generous to us with battle droids and stormtroopers and mm-hmm. death troopers and dark troopers and this trooper and that trooper and like and I'm like, well, I really want to see a K two droid. <laughs> it's like it's such a spoiled brat. You fight a bunch of K2s in Fallen Order. I wouldn't know, yeah. Andrew. I can't figure out how to get past building my lightsaber. A is jump. <laughs> no. I wish you A was jump. I would figure it out by now. There's what Okay, so you know when side Akbar, there's like those glowing circles on the screen on the yeah. map? No, when you're playing there's like a little glowing dot and you got to walk to it and and then it, there's something there. What button do I press to activate the glowing dot? If I, I remember right, to open a chest, you have to click the right thumbstick. I think. I can't remember. See, what are you, what are you playing it on? A Switch? Uh, PlayStation. 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 Try Four. clicking the thumbstick, see what happens. The thumbstick, okay. X. I, I could. I don't have my PlayStation here anymore. Anyway, yeah, I, I can't figure it out. I get lost, and then it's like, whoa, look, there's a, is it a myth? I think it's a mythosaur, right? There's some kind of sword. They're like, look at that sword. I'm like, okay, what do I do? Do I, I'm supposed to go to this temple thing, but I can't, I don't know how to get there. I'm going to mail one of you my copy. You guys play it, send it back to me, and then I'll just go and rewatch it all. My gra- I think the, it looks beautiful. The story's cool. I'm just terrible. I am beyond bad. At this game, I've di- I've fallen and died about thirty times the last two times I played it. A is jump. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's a PlayStation. There is no A. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> well, I would hit the triangle. But he said A. <laughs> uh, Brock, any what are your expectations uh, for or hopes or whatever? Just for the book of Fett. It could be anything. Don't um, don't overthink it. Just have fun with it. Yeah, my my first response is like, oh, cool. Now we'll find out how he survived the Sarlacc pit because I'm I'm interested in that because um, I feel like that's what's missing in Boba Fett's story, and then also why he wants to take over Jabba's yeah underworld empire or whatever. Mm-hmm. But then, like him as a character, could easily still grow on the Mandalorian if he's still included in it, which I think he would be. I don't know. I don't think so. I think he's. I think he, the thing that was cool about that reveal at the end was that it was like, you know, because you just mentioned how, why does he want to go to Jabba's palace, but that's not a thing until the end when it's basically just like, here's a story that we're talking about Boba Fett, yeah, and it has and it's clearly has to do with that, and it's just like, oh, what they they, 
I thought that was one of the best reveals slash title reveals slash announcements I've ever seen for anything. And the fact that they hid that for a week after their big reveals of everything mm-hmm. was even more impressive. And Which just brings me back to like all these leaks. It's like, come on. They have the ability to hide shit. But, you can't tell me. And they, that's the thing. To, but to your point, you're like, I think Disney leaks. Yeah, Disney leaks these. Yeah. And yeah. they leaked it, and they're like, how do fans react to Boba Fett's return? Yeah, okay, yeah. they're going to love it. They love it. And the thing is, now there's rumors that, that Cody is going to be one of the bad... Commander Cody is going to be a bad guy in the Obi-Wan story, hunting down Obi-Wan. So they're going to bring Tamora Morrison Ooh. back for that. He is... Morrison could be, like, the face of Star Wars by the time they're done all of these things. He could be in Ahsoka. He could... Like, think about it. He could be in Ahsoka. He could be in, yeah. in Obi-Wan. He could be in the Rangers. I don't think he could. He would be, but he could be in the Rangers of the New Republic. He's in Boba yeah. Fett. Clearly, he might come back in another man. Like he's he's basically going to be yeah. at all of these shows. Like, you Fennec know, Shan's going to be in Boba. Yeah, he, she could be in Mandalorian, and she's going to be in Bad Batch. Bo Katan could be in Bad Batch, and as Martin. Like it's those those two. I, I said it like last year. They're spending their money on Mandalorians, <laughs> Ahsoka. Yeah, Baby Yoda and Batu for whatever reason. But now, well, Batu because of the theme, they gotta you gotta yeah, pump yeah, Batu because yeah. they. Want, but like, yeah, Baby Yoda, he, there is a very a probably not, but there's a real possibility that he's done. We'll never see Baby Yoda again. I don't think we. I think we will. But I'm saying, think about it. They don't have to revisit that character again for any story no. to feel because his personal story from our growing with him is done he found his jedi he's gonna go train with that's a second chapter now i will say it's of all the stuff in mandalorian yeah they could stray away from that but then you've done all this setup for like they're taking the blood and they're doing something they're cloning it and da 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 so perhaps he could return in that alone i don't know um because why why go to the trouble? But you don't like, need they him don't for do the blood though. Because they have that? Gideon's like we have they have everything they need from Baby Yoda, so he's useless to them as well. Yes, also is the villain. He could be lying. Because like seconds yeah. later, he's like, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, but you know what I mean. I'm just saying that there is a. It would be the ultimate ballsy move to just be like, we don't need Baby Yoda. Oh sure, because like Yoda was such a mysterious creature to begin with. Yeah. So maybe, but yeah, I think it. They, I don't think they need to make Baby Yoda. Sorry, Grogu, like, <laughs> like the flagship character. But I think it would be smart to continue on with it. I don't know because there's just so much. There's so many, so much stuff they have set up in this season. And you're right. If they were like just to move away from that in season three, I'd be like. Wow, but I think they all. They, for me, when I look at this season, the frog lady. Remember the frog lady episode. Andrew loves the frog lady episode. But the one thing we kept saying with the frog lady episode is, what is its ultimate purpose? Like yeah. we know it's going to come back. And you know what I think it is? You have the frog lady episode where he's eating all the eggs, and then the next episode they babysit him and he learns the the value of those eggs that he yeah. was eating. And the whole and that first part of the season when he was growing, we were watching him grow, and then Ahsoka bombshell Grogu. All of that was to get us and Din Jaren 
emotionally attached to him even more so that when he left, Aaron would weep. That's what it was for. So that when he's gone, you feel that tug. And I think that's what it was all just for the emotional attachment to, to Grogu to, to say we're sending him up. He could come back, but if they don't, if, if he doesn't play out like that and he's just like, oh, go, go. It's like, okay, it's sad, but because you've given him this backstory now, of course, like all these elements they added, it makes that leaving and it makes Din's attachment to him at the end that much harder and more realistic. Yeah. yeah. And we, I, I think we had, you know, we have to look at when we were, time travel your mind back to like a year and a half ago where we didn't know what a live action Star Wars show looked like. Oh, we were like, dark times. We're, we're looking at the Mandalorian, this thing that's coming out. And we're like, what is this going to be? How is it going to work? Is it going to suck? Is it going to have a super low budget and no effect? Like we had no idea what that was going to look like. And like, we're, we're just thinking, what is this show going to be? And then at the end of episode one, when we meet Grogu, that's our answer. That's like, this is what this show is going to be. So now I think we're, we're kind of in a similar boat where now we're thinking, what is a Mandalorian show without Grogu? What does that show look like? Again, that's an, it's a question mark. We don't know what that's like. Um, I think there's a few directions they can take it uh, with the Bo-Katan stuff. I think that the, the politics of Mandalore and the politics of the Darksaber is going to be the focus of season three for the most part. But and this is just me being. Yeah, you, you know, got you got a couple ideas. We're going to get to those. Yeah, get to them. Yeah, I just like this might just be me talking out of my butt, but I think this would be cool to see. Is <laughs> you've got some, you know, version 1.0 Snoke monsters out there, who are not quite Snoke. Uh, maybe they're a little more mindless, but still very dangerous and still very force sensitive. And maybe one of these things causes trouble for either Bo-Katan or Mando or somebody close to them. Maybe causes trouble for, I, I don't know, um, Grief Karga, because, you know, it'd be nice to have him back. And, you know, somebody's like, how do we stop this thing? And Mando's like, well, the kid had, you know, this thing came from the kid's blood. Maybe we need the kid. And it becomes about getting him back to take this monster down. It becomes like a Frankenstein situation. Brock, do you have anything to say to that? Oh, Brock's gone. Uh-oh. We lost, We've lost Brock. Brock. So I was waiting for him to answer, but I will take it from here, Andrew. <laughs> uh, that's a cool idea, and that does bring uh, Grogu back into uh, the fold. I And I said this before, and one of the things that I really loved about this season was that it, it's, it's not afraid of uh, whether or not anyone involved with it like the prequels and why not anyone involved with it like the sequels it's not afraid to accept that they exist and they are in and they live within these worlds and i think snoke one of the issues i know a lot of there were a lot of people who argued against what i'm about to say but one of my issues with snoke was who is snoke and it wasn't because of this or that it was just because you know, we've had Star Wars in our lives for so long and Star Wars now has had a 50 year history where this character has never been mentioned or seen or thought about. And there's never been a hint of it or anything. Um, because even if you like Ray, the one thing with Ray is people are like, well, he, she could be the other when Yoda says the other. And it's like, well, he, they do say your sister, but whatever from a certain point of view, maybe. So, 
Snoke was the one thing I have. And now, you know, we, we kind of got that resolved in The Rise of Skywalker, but now they have a chance to say, okay, well, that's the information you got. They could flesh all that out and really make it, him a super intriguing character, I think. Not, yeah, a, a super intriguing kind of character, the right word, creature in Star Wars. Something that I think somebody like Andy Serkis was probably hoping for when he signed on yeah. and didn't quite get there. And, and honestly, I think part of that really has to do with the fact that, you know, the, the first, well, the, the whole sequel trilogy was just afraid to commit, right? It's like, we have Snoke. Why? Because <laughs> you like the Emperor. But just, just give us, like, and this show is like, because, and, you know, the different the difference is we have it. And they have, and they did what George Lucas did. George Lucas went back to the prequels. He's like, okay, yeah. no, no, this is, and they, they have the opportunity. So I find that fascinating and, and very exciting. Well, and remember too, like we always say, but when great stuff happens in this universe, it makes the stuff that it touches better by association. So if you've got this, for lack of a better term, Snoke 1.0 running around, and you want to get that connective tissue flowing in the right direction, um if if gideon is indisposed or dead or or in captivity or something a perfect sort of villain human character you can have associated with this monster or whatever is you cast somebody to play the younger version of richard e grant you cast a young mm -hmm. what was his name the pride? pride yeah you price? cast the young pride right. yeah yeah no price uh, is from and, the show they're all the same names have you yeah. noticed that like the first like four years of of the new era of Star Wars, everyone had this, like there was like three names that are just variants of those names. It's like, okay, I, I can't keep up. Ray Sloan and Ray. And I was like, oh, I don't know. I don't it turned know. into a Tolkien thing. Sabine like, Wren and Kylo Ren. Yeah, it was like, okay, yeah. everyone had the same name. Like, I can't, I just stop it. <laughs> just be named Greg. Well, you got Grogu. That was pretty damn close. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> my dad hates the name Grogu so much. It is uh, hilarious. And so I asked him what he thought of the episode. The finale he goes, he goes, I can't figure out the timeline. And I was like, oh. <laughs> after the return of the Jedi, jeez, Matt. <laughs> yeah. Hi, Brock. <laughs> you got really close. <laughs> yeah. I never left. I heard the entire thing. My oh, yeah, I saw your up. mic was off in a picture, uh, but. A close-up is killing me. It's amazing. Uh, but did you hear? So, what do you think of Andrew's idea for season three of The Mandamorian? Uh, from what I was gathering while I was listening, uh, you're saying like they deal with like a uh, Stranger Things Snoke, <laughs> where it's just like a weird monster. I, I like it. I think it's good. Yeah, that's a good way to get Grogu back. It's a good way to. And, and it's something that can take its time so that if you want to focus on Darksaber stuff in season three, you can. Uh, mm -hmm. is, is Mandalore the planet destroyed? I can't remember. It sounds like oh, it's destroyed. It's like they're living in domes on Mandalore slash Concord Dawn. I, I can't. That's the part I get confused about. But when you look it up on Wikipedia, Mandalore was bombed. So like when he's like, they turned Mandalore into glass. They were wrong, but they live. They still live there, but in domes. And that's even in Clone Wars, I think. Oh. I okay, so you can still live on the planet, but like that that throne room where Satine got killed, that's gone. That building is gone. 
Uh, I don't know about that. I think it's still there. I, I oh. see. That's the part I, I can't remember. Like, when does Mandalore get bombed? Because it's like in Rebels, where are they when they're in that like snow slash desert planet? I feel like that's Mandalore. No, I think so. <sighs> Let me look it up. Because <laughs> I don't know if Concord Dawn is a separate planet or it's a moon. A city. I think it's a moon, right? Yeah. The, the, while he's looking that up, I do have this. There's one for me. There's one tricky obstacle in getting Grogu back, and that's Luke Skywalker. And it's mm-hmm. how many times do you want to revisit Luke Skywalker? And I think you know you don't want to go to that well too often, uh, especially the way they did it. Because I'm pretty sure they just spliced dialogue from the original yeah. trilogy together for his voice, and uh, obviously Mark Hamill. He, he did. He he. He tweeted out like the the picture of him going like this, and and you know he tweeted, "I can't believe we cut the secret for a year. I'm so happy." Um, so that's great, but uh, but it just, it feels like, you know, you keep going to that well, you, and then you got to make it look like that. And technology will be better whenever they do it. Sure, but that's my one fear with getting Grogu back is going to the Luke Skywalker well. He's like the, you know, you know I think we had him. I think he's. You don't want to bring him back. There's, I, that's how I feel about it. I don't. I don't know if I. I can't put it into words that I hate Luke Skywalker. But <laughs> no. But I just feel like if you can find a way for getting him back without putting bringing Luke back and having a huge dialogue exchange, and also doing it in a way that doesn't feel cheesy, I'm. I'm. I'm for it. I just. I just. Don't know what that is. I mean, I don't work on the show, so I guess I don't need to know what that is. But <laughs> yeah, you could do it. You could find creative ways to do it. Um, you could have him. You know, Mando goes to where the academy is, which we still don't know what that planet's called. Um, and maybe Luke's away, but there's other students there, and they're like, "Hey, Master Luke said you'd be coming." Yeah, Rogue's in his. He's in his bunk eating Oreos. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Uh, just real quick, I know we're off the topic, but Mandalore was a planet located in the Outer Rim Territories. It was the homeworld of the Mandalorians. Years of war left the planet inhospitable, forcing the Mandalorians to live within dome cities. Mm. And then a pacifist regime came to power at the end of these wars, led by Duchess, Duchess Satine Kreis. Kreis, how do you say their last name? How does she say it? Kreis. Kreis. While they were refused to give... While, while those who refused to give up their warrior ways were exi- exiled to the moon Concordia. And like Concord Dawn is one of the moons in that system as well. So there you go. Yeah, it's not the Empire. So it's just like they did it to their own planet. I think that's right. like the Mandalore Civil Wars or Mandalorian Civil Wars that they mentioned. So whatever. Uh, but yeah, so it's prior to the Clone Wars. So it's just like, it's just like, I love how their planet is a, is a, analogy for their lifestyle or <laughs> like you just destroy everything because you can't be wrong <laughs> yeah. sounds like twitter yeah yeah Ooh. oh do you have an idea for is that your whole season three and four or is that the i think i think when it ended the only question i had left for the entire series was they left the dark saber wide yeah. open that was my only thing. I said that to Brock. Where I'm like, well, the only question left is a dark saber because I still, if you bring Grogu back, I'm all for it. But I felt I was satisfied with, with his finale, with him saying goodbye. Uh, so all that's left is who's going to rule Mandalore, and why would you want to? <laughs> yeah. 
Like I, I just can't see them. You could do it. He's the main character, so it's like, yeah, he could be the ch- the chosen one, the one who has the sword. But who cares? Move on. But like, yeah, you're right. Like, I think they perhaps like after the Mandalorian is done, they won't have a uh, Mandalorian centric show or movie or whatever. But you're still gonna want to like you've just did all this work to bring the Mandalorians back into the fold. You're gonna see them in more movies, right? Do you remember Star Wars Celebration Orlando? We sat in that Rebels panel and we watched the first episode of yeah. season, the last season. Four. And we're like, wow, it starts on Mandalore. That's a weird choice. Idiots. We're just idiots. They knew what they were, <laughs> they knew what they were getting into back then. They knew this was yep. going to happen. Well, maybe not, but we, sh- we should have. I bet you Favreau was sending stuff to Filoni at that point. He's like, I got this idea for a show. I'm- and it's like use this design i love it yeah. <laughs> i really I, I am you guys ever wonder like where the idea for a mandalorian actually came from like do you think it was Favreau being like i like Boba Fett, let's do that show or do you think it was like i have an idea for this type of show and then like feloni's like well what about if it was this kind of character and then it kind of flowed from there do you guys have any thoughts on that i i'd like to think that like a story group at some point was like you could do this idea here you go don't give them the full thing, but like, I like to think that there is some control of the storyline, even though it hasn't really been present up until the Mandalorian success. Like, <laughs> I think there yeah. is, but I think this was sorry, but I honestly think that this was literally just like John Favreau one day had a couple pints, and he's like, "I want to do a Star Wars show." I didn't get episode seven. He just wrote something, <laughs> and then he shot that episode of of. Uh, the chef show with Filoni. He was like, oh, I got a script for you. <laughs> and he forced him to read it. That's how I think this whole thing played out. I was literally talking about that episode of Chef Show earlier today because they kept talking about, let's get some tomatillas from the garden. And I was like, what the hell is a tomatilla? It sounds amazing. I want one. Uh, yeah, I I can't remember if they covered this in um, what's it, what, what's it called the Disney Gallery, Gallery Mandalorian yeah. thing Christmas but Day I, next season Christmas Day is the next one yeah. I I, I want to know like I want to be a fly on the wall in the room when they're talking about Grogu and like creating him and saying like let's let's have another of that species I like, think can we do that with, how do we do it did they deal with that in the first gallery I think they talked about creating the puppet and brain but i don't i don't think they talked about actually sitting in the room and writing being like can we do this i could be wrong but there there I, is Brock, i don't know if you know but there is an interview with favreau where he does kind of touch on that and the the re- and basically he said the only reason why he picked that species was because that's the one that nobody knows anything about it was the most mysterious one and they kind of felt like they they had uh, creative leeway to do what they wanted with it. So I think so, but I can't remember. I can remember. Oops, I remember concept art of Grogu, mm-hmm. but it's like that. It's amazing. Like that documentary series, I probably will rewatch because yeah. <laughs> we're getting the second season of it yeah. on Christmas. It was a great Hooray. show. I love. I I just remember watching that first that the pilot episode of The Mandalorian, and I was like, this is a lot of fun. And then freaking baby Yoda showed up and it was just like, oh my God, they just, (laughs) and it was like, it was like this moment of like, I'm like, I like that, but I don't know if it was going to be like, if people will obsess over it It was kind of like my feeling the whole way. I'm like, I really like this, but it's like, you know, it's definitely a show and it's not the excitement I had going into like the rise of Skywalker, last Jedi, like a movie. You know what I mean? It was like, it's it's a show. It's fine. Like, 
And then that freaking baby Yoda appeared and was like, all right, what's happening? And then, you know, you show it to Aaron and everybody, like a day later, was like, did you see baby Yoda? (laughs) it, It was like, that is probably... I don't know. I would rank. If we did like a top rankings of Star Wars moments, how is that not uh, top five for yeah. sure? It's 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 close to I am your father in a lot of ways. It's just crazy, but it's like it's so adorable. It changed the game. It changed the rules. And it's like it's this weird little thing that because uh, like, my my best friend was asking me because he he got Disney Plus finally and he's like, hey, do you think I should watch Mandalorian? And I said, well. I'd recommend it because it's a great show, but I said, because you're not a Star Wars fan at all, you're only going to enjoy it on a surface level. Like the baby popping up, you're just going to be like, eh, cute. And like, that is completely not the reaction that that fans had because fans had that reaction, but then they're also like, there's another one. Like, you know, that, that layer is missing if you're not, if you haven't been following the story. I agree and disagree because mm. it's like Yoda is definitely yeah. in the pop culture zeitgeist but mm. if your friend doesn't watch any star wars then yeah i totally agree with you yeah like he has no idea that that's that yoda is the only one we've ever known of that gotcha. but, yeah. Yeah. So. but i don't think that's what adds to it for for people though i think it's just that it's cute as hell oh yeah that's what it is oh, like yeah. i like the, every because what brock said everybody everybody knows yoda my dog is like yoda like everyone knows Yoda, and then you put a baby Yoda, and I just—that's what it is. It's like the, the universally beloved character of Yoda that you know you turn on a TV show and somebody's like, "Oh, look, it's Yoda!" Like he's always mentioned. I, I think that's that's what it is, and then you just—it's so so cute and rubbery. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, you turned forty in the last ten minutes. It's so cute. Get out of here. Uh, I'm, I am. Um... The reason why that episode is good is just like, there are going to be bounty hunters. This is pretty cool. Look at that IG 11 droid go crazy. And then it turns out there's a person that they like, you know, it's a whole bait and switch. It's like, we're getting yeah. this thing. It's a person. And it's like, oh, by the way, it looks like Yoda. And it's 50 years old. And like, wh- yeah, that that, the first... yeah, that's, yeah. that's, that's the like, thing. It's like the episode's boom. good. The episode's good. Then you get to that moment. It's like, and it <laughs> and blows the roof off. It's cute. It's made. It's cute. It's cute. I'm not talking about the episode. I'm talking about the character is cute. Everyone yeah. loves Baby Yoda and the baby sounds. By the way, missed opportunity. Rise of Skywalker to not have when the Jedi are all talking at the end to have Baby Yoda's gaggles. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> Use the force, right? <laughs> <laughs> I rewatched uh, the second season on the weekend and he makes this badoo sound quite yeah. a lot and I'm like it's like a minion. <laughs> well you now, now go like watch those episodes and be like that's a minion. That sounds like a minion. <laughs> Banana. I, I watched my very first minion anything this year. I watched Minion. It was like a 5 minute Christmas special on the Grinch special features. Oh jeez. Of all things to watch, <laughs> not despicable me. <laughs> I've never seen despicable me, but I but I was watching the Grinch, the the one with Benedict Cumberbatch. For whatever reason, I don't know why they spent money on him when he just changes his voice. And there was like, I was like, oh, what are the special features? And I clicked on it, and it was like Minion Christmas short. And I said, I'm in. And I was like, oh, they're Ewoks. They're yellow Ewoks. They sound like Ewoks. Hmm. 
Yeah, I've never seen a minion. Either. Oh, dude, you have to watch Despicable Me. It's a good movie. <laughs> Not even for the minions. The minions are just in it. They're like Ewoks. That is a pretty good uh, uh, description because it's like they're in it, but like the movie itself is really funny. Like, well, I remember when it was coming out. That was this thing that, and it kind of got under my skin, where it was like, "Here's this movie. Here's Despicable Me." I'm like, "Oh, cool, a new DreamWorks movie." But the minions was all they were shoving at us and that's all anybody was talking about to the point where like i still don't know the name of the main character from despicable me i don't know what his name is despicable. that'd be like if, if if toy story if all we knew was rex that's my like, favorite character in toy story so how dare you i don't know what to tell you man i don't know what to tell you like just watch the movie his name is Gru. Gru? it's about it's grogu yeah oh okay dom's so. kicked down a heavy wooden door Spoilers. Can you put this on Kobo? Maybe. Just do it. Why, you, why are you afraid of money? My people have to call Kobo's people. Ah, they don't. Uh, Brock, do you have any idea where this show's going? Not this uh, show, the Mandalorian show. <laughs> yeah. I love your interruptions that make no sense. Not this show, Rebel Scum Podcast. Not this one. Well, next we're going to do Never Tell Me the Odds. <laughs> we're not going to do all the news today because there is no news this week. But we got a special interlude, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, I think as much as I would love to see them do a move like, oh, we, we're going to talk about a totally different Mandalorian now. Um, I think we're going to see... Some kind of power struggle between Gideon, Moff Gideon, uh, what's her face, Bo Katan, and Mandalorian, because it's going to be sketchy. Uh, I think there's going to be a real establishment of Mandalorians in the galaxy, and I think we're going to get a final say on what Grogu is, where he goes, and then his relationship with Mandalorian, and then also like. All in there is Mandalorian's desire to find identity, which I think is really what the show is about. Well, I think, you know, you just use that as Grogu found his people and now Mando's got to find his people. Yeah. Which um, is totally intermingled with whatever happens with the Darksaber, right? Absolutely. And the future of the Mandalorians. Absolutely. Uh, do you guys want to go over to the odds now? Sure. Odds. Odds. Never tell Never me tell odds. Me Brought to us by our Patreons. Do you like to support people? Well, why don't you go to patreon.com slash Podcast and support us. If you don't, that's cool. We still love you. But more importantly, we love these people who I'm pulling up <laughs> a list. I could probably say most of them by memory by now. This is my favorite uh, part of the show by far. By the way, next week, uh, we got to give a Christmas gift to Barry Brophy quickly. Next week, Barry, the last episode of 2020, the greatest year in history. We will spend a half hour pitching Star Wars ideas next week. You guys good with that? Law and Order. And job, Jar, Jar Jar Binks is the If DA. Jar Jar doesn't show up soon, I'm... Oh, God. Jingle bells, 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 j
We'll do that thing you want to do. Oh. Uh, Dennis Allen, Mary Kristen Aton, Jeff Wilson, Phil Stanforth, Soonerthron, Scott D, Josh Bryce, Matt W. Rez, Frank Perkins, Neil Lowry, D. Raven, Spencer, Gleek Play One, Automated Joy, Disney Desi, Charlotte, Kayla Davis, Aaron Quinton, Jericho Kane, Girls with Sabres, and the Den of Nerds. Dasher, Dancer, Prancer, Vixen. Oh, I thought we were just listing stuff. Hey, oh, Andrew's, Andrew has never seen this show before. I'm dreaming of a hot Christmas with AT-ATs and AT-ATs. May your legs be tied up with string. And may Veers call... Never tell me the odds. The Acolyte will be referenced in the Obi-Wan Kenobi show. Will the Acolyte be referenced in the Obi-Wan Kenobi show? And by Acolyte, Acolyte, I just mean the character who is the Acolyte in the Acolyte show. 16%. I think Obi-Wan's got more important things on his mind, more recent current events on his mind. Because uh, the Empire is kind of a thing, and it's 10 years young, and it's bad news. And his, you know, best friend slash surrogate brother is kind of the leader almost. Um, I think an, a, an, an acolyte reference would just not, it's not out of the realm of possibility, but you know, it would be like he references somebody. the entire Clone Wars on three minutes in A New Hope. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I just don't see it happening. Not there. Brock? Uh, I, I like this idea, but we don't know anything about the Acolyte, so yeah. I think it would be cool <laughs> um, if there was, like, a light, nice little mention, but then we don't figure it out till like, the Acolyte actually comes mm-hmm. out, because I believe what we want is going to come out first, so. Oh, wait. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, did you give a percentage on that? Um, I'm going to go 30%. Yeah, I'm going to go uh, 31.1%. Because, uh, yeah, I don't know what the Acolyte is. Um, Obi-Wan has a has this tendency to tell stories. So uh, it could happen. It might not happen. Probably won't happen. I'm really excited for uh, Hayden Christensen's portrayal of Darth Vader, whatever that means. I don't know. All right. Next odd. Ready? Dashing through the snow. And, oh, Brock's here. Brock, come on in to my cabin. <laughs> next year we should do why. we should do a full-blown andy williams christmas special next year is he still alive can we get him on the no, show he's okay uh, uh and or cassie and or never told the odds cassie and will disguise himself as an imperial at least three times in the first season of Andor. <laughs> will he disguise himself as an imperial at least three times um, I like that it's three times. I'm going to say 60%. I feel nice. like, like, I feel like that is just how you sneak around the empire. You have to mm-hmm. like hide in plain sight. So Mando did it. Yeah. I'm going to say 35%. Oh. I think he's going to do it twice. I think he's going to do it once, once the normal way. And then the second time, they're going to they're gonna play it for some laughs. They're going to goof around with us. He's going to go into like a, 
Like, you know, in Last Jedi, they went into that room and they grabbed like the First Order officer uniforms. I think he's going to go into a room like that where there's clothes um, and he's going to find like stormtrooper uniforms, but nothing's going to match. So he's going to have like a scout trooper helmet and then like the shore trooper plate and then maybe like officer pants. And he's going to be like, this is the best I can do. I'm going to go for 53%. The third time he will be disguised as Galen or so. <laughs> crazy all the time. Galen or so. And our final odd, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Andrew, come in and sit next to Brock. Do you want some eggnog? Uh, I'll take that with a brandy. Thank you. <laughs> I know you, and that's a lie. I never <laughs> tell the odds that we will get the full story of what happened to Grogu on Coruscant in the next five years. Within the next five years, will we find out the full story of Grogu on Coruscant? But I am adding to this, and it will a comic does not count. It has to be on our television sets or the big screen TV. See, that's a. I think comic because if it's co- if it's comics, I think it's a no brainer, right? Like as long as yeah. if they're like, yeah. here's how it's ending, then someone who has comics like I'll do it in a comic. It's it's too easy. It's got to be something yeah. that. Brock, your parents are going yeah. to watch Christmas. And they they announced the they announced uh there's going to be a, a novelization oh. or some kind of novelization tie in with the Mandalorian so like they could do it there as well. Uh I still hold to like what I thought after the Boba Fett in his armor first <laughs> or like Boba takes back his uh armor episode. Which one is that? The tragedy? No, not the tragedy. Yeah, yeah. the tragedy. The tragedy that episode. Where it's like, I would love an episode that just does a flashback where it's like, you get to see life through Grogu's eyes, be it like you hear whoever he's talking to, so Luke, or the conversation he has with Ahsoka, but then even go further into that and show the dark times that he hides from his memories. Like, that would be very, very cool. I think that would be a beautiful, like, maybe fourth season episode. I would, I want it right away. So, but like, it would be great to have that callback because I think that's like what Favreau and Filoni like doing. Like, I think think Frog Lady is going to come back next season, especially because like, I think I thought of this when Grogu was touching the baby tadpole. I'm like, oh, maybe down the line it'll be bigger and that like whatever. I don't know. <laughs> well, and you know, um, she got a she got a character poster as well, mm-hmm. and and the only two that oh. have gotten a character posters this season that aren't amounting to more than one episode or her and Cobb Vanth. Yeah. So, so I, I think there's something uh, telling there. So I'm going to go through 95%. I think, like I said before, I don't think he becomes a main flagship character, but like, he got to give him a little bit more or they don't, but I'm, I'm optimistic about it. Yeah. This, this no comic caveat is really interesting because if we're talking the era of the five Disney movies there, it feels like they had the words, we'll put it in the comics, like nailed to the wall on a big plaque when it came to important plot points, right? Like, ah, save it for a comic, throw it into the Marvel. Mm -hmm. Um, But with Mandalorian, I mean, after having seen this season, I feel like, Filoni and Favreau, are, they don't follow that motto. They are like, they want to see it? Okay, put it in the show. Don't, <laughs> don't put it in the comic, put it in the show. So 
I'm going to say 83%. Maybe a little bit higher, but we do have a comic coming and a book coming, so that's uh -huh. why I didn't want to go any higher than that. I'm going to go 30. I... I don't want to see it. Some things are better left unseen and unheard. And I feel like that's what we got enough information from Ahsoka. Um, and that's how I feel. And that's where I'm okay. I'm okay with the information that we have. I don't need to see it. I've seen Luke, Anakin, Luke, I've seen Anakin walk in there and take him cool. all down. What? But like, maybe other people <laughs> want to see it like me. <laughs> so dismissing our ideas kind of, I'm not dismissing. I agree with idea. you. It would be like it is enough. I'm not dismissing. It your does idea. feel like that though, because like I'm okay. I'm okay with that. I'm like okay. <laughs> you can want you uh, anyway. you want what you want. I want what I want. That's <laughs> if it happens. Poor James, the Mandalorian. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever way it goes, we're all going to be happy. So there's no complaining. I'm just saying yeah. for me personally, I don't need to see it because I think I've got enough information. And then you know something will happen. And you'll be like, oh, that's not how I figured it. And it's just like, oh, God. And you'll, you'll, you'll fight, whatever. Uh, so I'm okay with without it because um, I they, they've just been doing everything pretty much right, I would say, in, in terms of sat feeling satisfied by it is what I should say. Like, when you watch it, you don't feel empty. You feel pretty good about it. And I think they've done a good job of that, and I trust that they're going to continue to pull that along. Okay, here's here's a question to put on top of that. If we see that story, is it more likely and more preferable to you guys if it's like an episode of the show or, you know, a book or a comic or if they do it just like they did Din Djarin's flashbacks in season one where it's like a grand total of maybe two and a half minutes, but it shows you what you need to see. I I kind of want more, but... I don't make the show right and the show is very very good so mm. you know what I mean like I don't want to mess with what they've done so I'm along for the ride because it's like as much as we knew what was coming we kind of weren't ready for Luke right <laughs> like yeah. that's the thing <laughs> even for like third but and like you that you even have said it too we get Luke for what a grand total of two minutes that's pretty much the same like the flashback so yeah I don't know I I just love this show so much. It's so good. I don't know if I said this on another recording, but I was just like, I would if they keep making this stuff, I'm okay with no movies. Mm -hmm. I that's that's weird, but like I don't know. Wow me with a, a real movie. I don't know. So. That that's my thing with Rogue Squadron that I think it's a such a, a interesting choice. Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. like we've said it before, like what is so special about that versus what we're getting? on Disney yeah. Plus and I don't I, I'm sure there's something I just right now I don't know what it is and yeah. we'll find out because if it's not epic like in scale how are you going to convince casual fans to go see yeah. that when they're getting it on Disney Plus right just a, yeah. just a thing uh, we're going to get the top five but before we get to top five we're going to have a musical interlude Brock you ready yeah oh what fun anyway Pete over at Around the Galaxy has a band the uh, silver colored knob is what they call it. silver colored knob. They do a bunch of Star Wars riffs, not Star Trek, Star Wars riffs. There is a Merry Mando medley right now for the holiday season. 
Uh, so let's listen in, and there's a little the video. I stole the video off of YouTube. He's going to sue us, but we're fine with that. We've got a lot of money. We're good, Brock. We're good. Mary Mando Miss. Here it is. The child this is who laid to rest on Mando's lap is sleeping. Who makes wings greet with lasers sweet while Mando's watch is
Top five. Top five. Five top fives. Top five. five back. Four, hollow news. Three. Tell me the odds. Two. Oh. Hold on, I that and one, one rebel scum podcast. There you go. I sang. Are we done? Done. That was our top five. What a great top five that was. <laughs> Goodbye, Andrew. And then we just kick him out. Yeah, we kick him out. <laughs> now a real top five. Top five reasons Andrew will never be back. <laughs> His face. He's stupid. <laughs> stupid face. <laughs> what is the top five, James? Sorry. I top five Star Wars gift ideas, past, present, future, non-existent, uh, whatever you Ooh. want. Uh, just gift ideas because it is uh, the Christmas season for those celebrating Christmas. You want gift ideas? Andrew's got them. Andrew, what's your number five? My number five, what is my number? My number five is something uh, that you actually just uh, purchased for yourself. Uh-huh. Uh, the Christmas Black Series. Oh, yeah, I've got that somewhere. They're very oh, fast. I got wow. the Snow Trooper with the Porg. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I walked into the store and yeah, it was there. They're festive as hell. They're cute. They yeah. remind me of. Um, I think it must have been created in answer to the Funkos because wasn't Funko doing those pops where it's yeah. like Darth Vader with a candy cane? I've got all of those. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I think, yeah, I think they did it in answer to that. Yeah, but uh, I, they're they're cute. They're cool. I like them. And my number five uh, is a my number five. Oh, yeah, track go. <laughs> wow, the delay was insane. Apparently, <laughs> my number five. My number five is. Uh, uh, when my uncle bought me Han Solo, C-3PO, and R2-D2, the Kenner rebrand in 97, boom. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's still Kenner. Uh, I know that's very, very specific to me, but it was it's magic opening it up. And like he's like, here you go. Here's Star Wars for you. And then it just started a lifetime <laughs> of madness. I hope he actually said that. Here you go. Here's Star Wars for you. Here you go. The first taste is free. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, My number four, uh, this is personal for me too, was that PlayStation 4 Darth Vader that I got all those many moons ago. Mm. What a tremendous gift that was. I love it. Still have it. Uh, And it's great. It's got Vader on it. Soon it'll be right here. But it's not because it's in the, I'm watching Christmas movies on it in the other room. <laughs> my number four is uh the i believe it's out now the black series force fx dark saber dark saber black saber it's out you can buy it i know you can order it so get it for christmas there you go yeah. it looks legit Andrew? i haven't seen that that must look nice um my number four is regular black series figures that aren't the christmas ones because they are nice they have that beautiful new the color-coded boxes they just they melt my heart i love them and every color just feels super appropriate like rise of skywalker is royal blue i'm like yeah that's that's the color of rise of skywalker that's how it should be uh return of the jedi is green i'm like yes um i haven't gotten any of those yet because we live in canada so i gotta wait another 25 years before i can pick one up but uh they look real pretty so get some for you and your loved ones. The worst Black <laughs> Series were when they were like, we'll just re-release the old ones. And they put them in like the old, um, in like the old cards. And I was like, yeah, there's, the, no, there's yeah. no thought put into back. this. Yeah. It's like, there's no thought put into this at all. No, every time I see it and they have a scout trooper, I'm like, I should buy that. should have got like, it for you when I had the chance. They're all out now. Occasionally I do see it. Occasionally. 
Yeah. Oh, the figures are still great. It's just the package. You're yeah. like, well, you I got Darth Maul that stuff. My number yeah, three is I a... think my... Yeah. It's all good. My, my uh my number three is a Dar- Jar Jar lollipop from all those years ago with the tongue sticking out. It's got his tongue. Fantastic stuff. <laughs> That's my number three. My number three is the Force or sorry, what are those guys called? Uh, first order stormtrooper helmet that I won at a oh, <laughs> secret Santa right. at James and Aaron's old apartment. Andrew, and Andrew almost and I battled it out, but then I punched him in the face. <laughs> Andrew lost <laughs> it. A, a gift exchange that was supposed to be no more than five dollars, or was it ten? No more <laughs> than ten dollars. And that thing was like thirty, I think. That was a cutthroat gift exchange. I think yeah, I walked yeah. away with like a shot glass. Yeah, <laughs> those people are just that were there were like. Yeah, <laughs> but then it got stolen from. Oh man, yeah, that was intense. Andrew, <laughs> Andrew's uh, Andrew's the exact same. He's like the one that got away. Yeah, my my helmet, Brock. That's what I wrote down. Uh, three for me is um the 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 comics. Uh, I think the comics would make a great holiday gift because there's still comics being made right now, uh, and they're telling some cool stories. You got the Star Wars one right now. You got the Vader one, and they're they're in that sweet spot between Empire and Jedi, which I think is a gold mine that not many people tap, even though it's only a year long. There's stuff in there. And then you got this Bounty Hunters comic that looks cool. I don't know anybody if anybody's read it, but it looks neat. And there's also a new version of Afra. So the comics are telling good stories. It's got the visual appeal of Star Wars that the books are lacking. So and they're it's I think they're cheaper than books, or maybe the same price. Uh, so pick up some comics for somebody. Pick them up. Uh, my number two, you gotta get somebody on your wish list a baby Yoda Grogu plushie. Andrew, you have one. Yeah. Fine. Oh, he's leaving. He's out. <laughs> Final. This is how you get Andrew off the show. Tell him to pick up his, his baby Grogu. Uh, is he back? Are you back? There he is. <laughs> Andrew, nice. say something. And this is also my number two, so good call. <laughs> Where'd you get that one? Costco. Yes, Costco. Okay. Yeah, yeah I'm at Canadian Tire now. <laughs> It'd be amazing if your the box had said Grogu on it. Oh yeah. <laughs> Imagine. I wonder if that's a collector's item now since it's before Grogu. Ah, maybe. Brock, your number two. Uh, my number two is something I've never owned, but I always think it's cool. And if you want to do like Star Wars themed gifts, that toaster like toast Vader into mm. the toast. I'm always been like. Yeah. I have the pancake one. That's right. That's right. That's my favorite description of it. That toaster, that toast Vader in there. It's the toast. Yeah. It toast it's me. something that it's a verb and it's also the noun. It, Will you toast my toast with that toaster? It's kind of too on the nose though for it to be Vader though. It's like Anakin's having flashbacks in there. Like, ah, heat. Mm. Uh, my number one is really the only thing. I, but remember though, this is you give it as a gift, but it is a. I don't know how it is at least a uh, 30, 40 year long commitment. And that is an Ewok. <laughs> just like a living, like an breathing. Ewok. Yeah, an e- living Ewok. <laughs> you just, you give an Ewok as a gift. That's my number one. Yeah, I know they're cute as babies, guys, but you have to be ready for them as adults. If you can't handle that, uh-huh. don't don't buy an Ewok. No. And feed them. <laughs> this Easter, 
Just get a chocolate Ewok. Don't get a real Ewok. <laughs> or a chocolate Ewok. Um, oh, I would definitely buy those every year. Um, my number one is... I, there's just, like, I guess Stormtrooper helmet might be cool or a lightsaber, but, like, I could just buy a lightsaber. Um, oh, <laughs> I could just make totally a lightsaber. Unrelated, totally unrelated. I guess I could buy all of it. Uh, totally unrelated. I saw someone use a lightsaber in, like, a, in a, I don't know, man cave, and then it just, like, turned it on as a light. Like, it's just mounted oh. to the thing, and then you turn it on as a light. I'm like, that's pretty smart. Oh. Um, I'm going to go with, um, even as a... 36 year old man i'd probably be cool if someone got me the millennium falcon like play set <laughs> that one that's like this big because it's like scaled to the action figures i'm like yeah is that, do they still make one like that oh i don't eh, probably in some way but i can't tell you the last time i saw it though when i do go to toys r us which america our american friends we still have toys r us and it's still wonderful like but like star wars does this thing where they're putting out the f- stuff in that old style like the like yeah. the, like like an x-wing or whatever is in that yeah. like kenner style box and it's just like oh yeah i don't want to buy it but i'm just like that's cool <laughs> so yeah sorry america you have all the action figures but we have the big empty building that they put them in. <laughs> i yeah, went exactly. to i went to walmart today and they had uh they had the star they had so they had the holiday special or like whatever the holiday theme black series they had like three of them left. It's a stormtrooper with the porg, snowtrooper with the porg. Then they had uh, the three three quarter inch, which I really love, Mandalorian figures. They had the the stormtrooper, which I got last year, but it's a different packaging now. They had Cara Dune, different packaging, Incinerator Trooper, which I wanted to get, and Death Trooper or Dark Trooper, one of the troopers. But the my problem was they were twenty five dollars, twenty five dollars for all, and then. That was all the Star Wars they had except for one big, like almost the size of yours, Andrew, but it didn't look as good. Grogu toy. That's all they had for Star Wars. Uh, like, yeah, the Walmart Grogu's are are weird because they you look at them close and it's like that does not look Yeah, from a distance. Like, it's so far off it almost looks bootleg. The ones that it's a it's a repainted yeah. gizmo from yeah, Gremlin. <laughs> from a distance it it's looks like, fine. He doesn't have this much fur. <laughs> yeah, from a distance it looks fine, then you get up close and it's like ooh. I just rewatched Gremlins because it's a Christmas movie, and then Muppet Christmas Carol last night, and I'm just like, if it if it wasn't for this these movies, we wouldn't have Grogu. I I actually yeah. said that out loud. I'm like, God bless you. Yeah. <laughs> Hundred and ninety five. Uh, oh, you didn't do number one? Yeah, get out. I did my number one yet? No. Yeah. Um, my number one. I think you know if you have a Star Wars fan on your list and you got to buy them something. You know what would make them so happy right now? Buy them a year of Disney Plus, honey. <laughs> oh, that's a great idea. <laughs> they no, will. <laughs> they are set for a year. They will for 365 days. You will have their unconditional love. Just gonna... now, what, there was a thing in the Hollow News. I think it's because Mandalorian's in Fortnite, and like if you downloaded it in a, in the states, you got like a free three months or something to Disney Plus. I'm like, that's a oh, great idea. Cool. Yeah, man. Like as uh, cousin Eddie says, it's the gift that keeps on giving the whole, the whole year. year. So that it is, that. Eddie. <laughs> All right, well, that's uh, our top. Let us know what your top five Christmas gifts are, and if you guys say Disney Plus, you're all cut off. You're all getting coal. Look at that plushie. That's Costco. 
Way better. His than top five is blue macaroon, uh-huh. egg, another blue macaroon, frog, and silver uh-huh. ball. <laughs> Where the uh... before I just want to cut you off one final time, James. Was it a missed opportunity for Mando not to give him that silver yeah. ball when he walked away? I thought we mentioned it like the week before. We're like, well, that or when the when the Razor Crest got it blown up, that was the last thing left. So. That's another thing I got to bring up is that you've got to think that that is going to play into something yeah. because they, they, it's not just that he, that it survives is that they make a point to show you that the ball is there yeah. and there's no yeah. resolution with that. So yeah, no Brock, yeah. I'm with you. On, I'm with you on that. Unless, unless uh, that comes into play later on. That would be a sick way to bring him back. Like maybe there's a five year jump or something like that. Right. And Mandalorian's on some kind of thing and he's trapped. And you like throughout the episodes that lead up to this, he keeps looking at the ball, whatever. And then just when he thinks he's about to die, the, the ball just hovers out of his belt and baby Grogu, teenage Grogu is there and he's like Jedi'd out or something like that. I don't know. He's got little pimples. <laughs> I, I like, you know what? I take it back. I feel like Grogu is going to be like Yoda, where like Yoda is in the High Republic, and Grogu is just going to be continually through things. Possibly. Ooh, I yeah. think I need to know how this species works. You know what I mean? I need this, to know this type of thing. What their plan is during the, yeah. the sequel trilogy timeline for Grogu? Because it's like he's fifty years old, but he's a baby. So yeah. like in another fifty years, is he going to be a teenager or a? A child still like I don't know. I think after teenage Groot, I think we're all good with no more teenage characters <laughs> or babies we love. You just just yeah, go yeah, from yeah. baby to wise ass. Like just move on. <laughs> we don't need you playing yeah. video games. Just move on. Uh, that's a good question though. One for another day. This is the 195th episode of the Rebel Scum Podcast. We'll be at 196 next time. Can you believe that? Six comes after five. Mm. Yep. <laughs> Hope you came here for math. Andrew, why are you such a Scrooge? <laughs> because um, I I just want to sit and count my money. What's wrong with that? <laughs> so you can buy more baby Grogu plush toys from Costco. <laughs> is it like what material is it? It's like That's he scary. his head his head and hands are like vinyl. Okay, uh, mm. like a rub- rubbery vinyl. This is like full on cloth. This yeah. is warmer it than the good, actual yeah. jacket that I wear outside. <laughs> uh, this is very cheap plastic. Um, and this is just like a nice sort of like the cloth that comes with like the Tuscan Raider action figure. And then his, his body is just like, a <laughs> oh, there's no feet. Yeah. Well, that's it. Where on the baby Grogu did, did touch you? <laughs> like, that's what that felt like. And I feel like you just got memed somehow. <laughs> oh, boy. Right. Like, it's like your hands are precariously near the bottom of that jacket. <laughs> We just got oh. canceled again. <laughs> uh, 195 is the end. <laughs> All right, 195. Uh, I think we're good to go. Thank you, everybody, for watching. Hope you have a very uh, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, whatever you're doing on these fine days. You got a couple more days till Santa Claus sli- slides down your chimney and leaves a Touch Me Baby Grogu <laughs> under your tree for Touch <laughs> Me Baby Grogu. <laughs> All right, so uh, do we end it with a song? Which song do we end it with? I think we should end it with the Elvis Presley classic, Touch Me Baby Grogu. (laughs) We'll end it with the Rebel Scum song. Rebel Scum. Have yourself a rebel little scum night. Listen to our pod.
Okay, anyway. Patreon, it would help us out. Wait, I think we just lost Patreon. <laughs> this album will be available next year. Recording this. We are recording. And did you know that this is a podcast? I don't know. I'm here it comes Rebel Scum. Here it comes Rebel Scum. I don't think so. You can hear us wherever you Where listen to podcasts Bob and you can watch us on YouTube. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> we're making a Christmas album next year. There's not even one. Everybody wants it. We have to give the people what they want. That's Andrew. I'm James, and uh, the guy in the white is Brock, and he was always scum. Up on the house top, rubble scum. <laughs> hey, scumbags! Thanks for watching. Don't forget to give us a thumbs up on our video. As always, please subscribe to our YouTube channel. Rebel Scum Podcast for all the latest videos.